Come now, my darling, and step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds became clouded and filled with rot. There was one, at least one in each and every clan. Hi everybody, I am Lady Stars and Fire, um, you are listening to Otherland Dreams, and I'm here with Hill Hippie. Oh, there's a hippie in the room, get rid of him! Oh, oh wait, that's me. No, don't get rid of him! Hi! <laughs> yeah, uh, basically if we do have any viewers that are watching, I mean listening, waiting for us to come on on our regular time, we were a little bit late, we're still getting used to, you know, getting all of the video up and running and everything, so apologize for any of you who were waiting, but... We're ready now. <laughs> well, no, it's not that we had nothing to do with our engineer and working out technical difficulties. I, don't put that on him. This is because the previous occupant of the studio tripped on a wire and fucked some shit up. <laughs> no, don't put that. Don't put that on our I'm engineer. In general, our engineer did a good job it. on getting everything <laughs> uh, resolved where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the point is, we're here now. So. We're here, and we got it all up and running, and we're learning how to get better with it every single time. That's what it's about. But with that being said, um, for any of you are any of you all who are going to be watching the video or just hear me sound weird today, before I get any further into the show, I just want to let you know I'm not feeling so swell, and so I'm kind of I, I'm fighting a kidney stone. I'm waiting for it to pass, so I'm I'm feeling a little shitty personally. So I'm letting you know in case you notice, like on the video later, and I look crappy, and like I look like I'm gonna die. <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> and the more you guys notice it, please email me at hillhippie h i l l h i p p i e at fxbgpr dot com to remind Lady Stars and Fire that we all love her. And to stop drinking so much fucking Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because that's the problem. It. Yeah, no, that's the problem, 100%. I'm not going to deny that. That's my crack. I won't deny that. That's like my bad drug. This is your the start of your intervention. Your body's saying one thing. Oh, no, I know. Now let's get, the, let's get our listeners to start getting behind you. You can do this. You know what's funny is, is I started... It's, a, it's okay. It's okay. You, you, you got to admit your addiction. Let no, it go. and I am admitting it, but the Let funny part is, I'm just saying, before I get into what we're talking about tonight is, over this past two weeks, I've been drinking a lot of juice and less soda, and that's when it comes. Well, so yeah, I'm already in the process of shifting, so it's like, let me just smack you and make sure you go in the right direction. Yeah, because instead of <laughs> all that badness is built up and the juice comes in and it's like, oh, look, something negative. Kick it out. <laughs> so yeah. it starts kicking it out instead of letting it build up and get worse. So <laughs> thank the juice. <laughs> thank the juice. Well, no, like I said, I was already in the process of I've got to start being more healthy and taking better care of myself. And then I was like, oh. As, okay. I, as I sit here and drink a ginger ale, which isn't great, but it's better than Coca-Cola. <laughs> He's like, you at least have to be with, you know, the light sodas. Yeah. No, I just need to quit it all together is what I need. I need to start drinking healthier. But anyway, let's get on with tonight's show. Tonight's show is about aromatherapy. And I targeted it more this week at, you know, removing the negativity and working through uh, anger issues and removing the stress and that in ways that are more calming and relaxing as we work through aromatherapy. But there's so many different ways of dealing with aromatherapy and honesty. I mean, because it's not always about, you know, using oils. It can be, you know, using scented candles. It can be, uh, you know, like smudging when you're uh, burning sage or other herbs, so to speak, but then there are the people who just flat out can't stand all that smoke, and so they find other ways of doing it. Uh, and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, some people, like me personally, I have cats in my house, and so if I'm smudging, I or I, I, use, I actually burn a lot of copal more than I do sage. So when I'm working in that 
ideal of removing negative energy. For me, I keep my windows open, but you know, sometimes it's cold and you can't really do all of that. And I don't want to hurt my animals either. So it is more of, it's not just oils, but I mean, it is oils, it is incense, but this week I'm sticking more at removing the negativity and, and helping you through anger issues. And I'm also doing that because of what's... They have a bear in the room. Oh, no, anger issues. <laughs> I know. It's just I looked over there. I can't do that like you can. I can't. Most people can't. I know. <laughs> I'm not even trying. <laughs> but that's exactly what it is, is people are going through, you know, frustration, irritations, stress, and they need to learn how to cope with it in more healthy ways. And a lot of people will use the oils more than the uh, incense or candles and other forms that I will speak about in just a moment. But I'm using that also because over the next month or so, when I get into astrology, you might be noticing the need for it. And that's why I chose to stick with the helping to resolve the anger and find healthier ways as we move through it because that might be popping up for a lot of people but it helps us to uh get through an emotional outlook in a healthier way there are other reasons for for aromatherapy though which i will just you know speak on for a moment before i go into everything else i mean because i figure we'll probably have to do a few shows on aromatherapy altogether i mean you can you know, deal with it with the chakras, with the lunar phases, with, um, you know, to help you be more awake, focused, and concentrate for protection. Um, also for colds and relief for he health medicine in general, as long as, as well as what we're talking about tonight with the um, helping to remove that negativity of whatever it is that's bringing into your life. Why? Why? Are we complaining about the computer again? No, no. It, oh, an hour ago, I changed the time, and it's already <laughs> it's already screwed itself up. I, I accept that just for what it is. No, it's just something just popped into my mind that I should already have access to this uh, research and information, and it just now hit me. I'm, and I'm asking myself, why wasn't I smart enough to think about it? Because, you know, you make mistakes, dear. <laughs> Believe it or not, you really truly do. And nobody's perfect. But I also want to remind people. But it's close to my heart and I should know this. Okay, well, let him do his thing. Um, I also want to remind people uh, because a lot of people want to get into oils and, and they get the idea that they're going to make them. Now, by all means, if you want to try your hand at making the oils, you know, make sure you do your homework and you read and you, you figure out what you're supposed to do. However, but, and, and there's nothing wrong with making your own oils. It's just, I've yet to come across a person, you know, a normal person who I've met, you know, who's, you know, taken that, all of that information and really been able to make anything other than maybe ones they want to anoint with candles in general. Challenge accepted. Because you go ahead and try it, please. If you can start making oils for me, I'm gonna. Well, I'm already your best friend, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be bugging you even more. <laughs> but I mean, I I've heard so many people will try it and they they'll use different carrier oils and they just aren't getting it strong enough. Now I'm not telling you not to try it. By all means, you might be find out you're good at it. But at the same time, if you want it for aromatherapy reasons, it's probably not going to be something that's going to be strong enough for you to use. And this is why I'm telling you. And especially if you are using it for aromatherapy reasons, uh, warning in advance because I've already tried it, don't use olive oil because people will tell you to do that. There is also people will make for aromatherapy in general to help remove the negativity. They'll uh, make room sprays. Now you can buy like the the smudging sprays that you can or sage spray for in the room and whatnot, like an air freshener as well. People will use other uh, on a witchy idea. A lot of people from the uh, older ancient ideas will also take you know 
the herbs and either boil them on like like basil. You maybe you want to take basil or maybe you want to take sage, and you might just put you know t- take the herbs from the garden, so to speak, fresh ones, and just boil them or simmer them for a little while, and so the air freshens freshener it will basically run itself through the room and it will help cleanse as well without necessarily having to sage and burn smoke or they'll burn that oil and then not the oil they'll burn the herbs with water boil it and then bottle it and spray it around the room as well I mean sometimes I've known people who will take you know those type of like air fresheners or waters that they've taken the herbs and they've boiled it and they might use it in a working environment and just spray it around a little bit because, you know, you can't be burning sage at work typically. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were about to make some kind of comment, but obviously... Oh, some, some smart mouth comment. Was that was about coming out your mouth? Yeah, exactly. So, I, fair I, enough. It thought, it's something smart. I was going to say something in response to that was smart mouth, but no, no, that would be a very fair assumption. So please continue. Well, also, you work outside, so you, I can see you being like, I can't. I can what? You work outside. I do. I can see you coming back with some cocky. Well, I can burn it. If I want, I'm outside. Not saying that you would. It's mine. I can burn it if I want. Oh wait, that doesn't really apply here, does it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time a woman told me she was done with me. <laughs> All right, but another way, um, without you know how it's still aromatherapy, but without necessarily getting into the oils or the burning. Is you might just want to go green a little bit more around the house. Do the French French way. Is that how you pronounce it? Feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. You might want to, you know, add that into the house or just go green. Maybe you want to have lavender plants in your house or, you know, other plants that help cleanse the air. There's plenty of them for you to find and look at. And if you, if you want to have them, you might want to put them in your windows or so to speak. Then as you learn the oils, um... And what ones are are healthy for you and best for you personally? Because I will tell you, you do need to know what works for you. And perfect example is f- for me, like I can eat lemongrass, but if I put a, a, even a drop of lemongrass oil on my skin, I'm like freaking out. I mean, I, I, I'm allergic to it. I don't know why I can eat it, but I can't put it on my skin. Uh, that's technically incorrect. If you can eat it, you're not allergic to it. All I know it's is, an, dude, I'll be like running around the house naked. I'm like, get it all. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm trying to give you the answer here. That's an autoimmune response. That's why some people can roll around in poison ivy, where if I look at it cross-eyed from across a field, I'll catch it. Yeah. It's because my autoimmune system attacks that particular, uh, it was uh, called the Orochio oil that's in uh, poison ivies and poison oaks and poison sumacs. Whatever oil is in the uh, lemongrass, when you put it on your skin, your autoimmune system attacks it. But if you were to eat it and you were truly <coughs> allergic to it, it'd kill you. I get you. I, I can completely, uh, completely understand and comprehend that. I get, I completely agree. Righteous. Yay. Okay. Um, Yay, science. But yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying is is I found out the hard way. I was like going to have a little bit of lemongrass in a bath and I found out real quick, no, I'm never going to do that again. So I'm just saying, make sure before you go, just putting oils on your body, acknowledge what it is you are allergic to or maybe test it, you know, like on the arm or something before you go and add it into and the reason I'm saying all of this is because some people will add it into massage oils and then they'll Ooh, also la, la. exactly they'll add it into massage oils they'll also add it into their bath salts or their bath oil in general you know so before you go putting an amount that you're gonna float in so to speak make sure that it's something that you're you know you're not gonna have the same issue I did with can't get it off of the skin. <laughs> Somebody peel my skin. Flame <laughs> me alive. It was It'd be less painful. <laughs> but I, I wanted to touch base on that. There's many ways outside of, you know, having a roll-on or putting it in a diffuser, you know, or, or wearing it even as a perfume. 
as well as if you're buying the oils, you want to buy ones that, let's let's face it, the the better the oil, the better it's going to help you. You, you don't want to get one that's been basically just made all the way down to perfume. Because if it's made down to perfume, it's not really carrying any of the essence of what it needs to to help you with the healing. Even though it's an aromatherapy, there's it's fake. So it's not going to bring that healing to you in quite the same way. Am I saying that right? Yes. Okay. Because I know that's one of the ones him and I have had many conversations about, about if we think it's a good enough oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But you can put it in and... In, in, uh, you can put it in the diffuser and use it as inhalers for you while, you know, in the house. Or you can just have, you know, keep a bottle with you. And sometimes you might want to just put it on your hands and, you know, smell it, especially if it's in a situation where you are angry. You might want to just rub some on your hand or have a recipe already created and keep it, like, for women, maybe in your purse or something, you know. Or men just in your pocket, you know, and have it there so that you could just rub it on your hands and then smell it and inhale it for a minute and help you calm down. And there are different oils that will do different things that will help you in many different ways. Now, with that being said, let me move into some of these ideas. I'm going to go through a few that are just oils in general that will help with... Um, you know, like with the negativity or helping with anger in different ways. But then I'll come back and I'm going to go into some of the different uh, blends that I found that you might want to get a piece of paper and have it ready so that you can uh, write it down so that you'll have that little recipe for yourself. Now, some of these ideas actually are really simple. Lavender is used in many different ways. It is a healing and it is a calming and it is a relaxing uh, oil. It also can help with headaches and stuff too, but it will help calm you down and relax you if you are angry and you're having, you know, that frustra frustrating or stressful time. Y Ling Ling or is it Yang Yang? I'm sorry, what? Is it called Ling Ling or Yang Yang? I've always heard it called Ling Ling. Okay, I always, I thought it was Lang Lang, but when I read it, because of the why, I'm always confused. Well, here's the thing. There is a beer manufacturer here on the East Coast that produces a beer that I used to love called Yingling. Yeah. So, Lang Lang. Yingling? Ying <laughs> Lang Lang? I, I associate those two easily. <laughs> I get you, I get you. But, uh... Yingling a ling a ling. <laughs> Stop playing with your yingling. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, anyway. We'll just shut him up over there. <laughs> there <Hey. I> <laughs> no censorship. No, there's not any. I'm just not going to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your choice. <laughs> well, because then it'll just the whole show will go in a whole new direction. <laughs> I thought that was, that's what I was here for. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ling Ling. <laughs> Ling Ling oil I consider to be like a shock treatment. It's a tension shocker. So, I mean, there are other people who will put it in different ways, but the way that it was all, it was put to me when I first started using it, because I was directed to it from spirit. For me, it is a tension shocker. So when I'm around too much negativity or too much energy that's, more or less altering my energy, altering my mood. The Ling Ling, I can mix it with certain other oils that benefit and work in that same direction, you know, of what it is that I want, and I keep little vials of that of that stuff with me so I know which one's which. But the Ling Ling is like an attention shocker. It's like, okay, I said stop now, and it will, it will start to, you know, shift that energy a lot faster, I've noticed. But again, this is for me. What works for me and my body may not work quite the same for you. So I wanted just to let you know that piece of information because I've had a lot of people who didn't have never even heard of that oil when I've brought it up. Ling Ling? Mm -hmm. Really? I've brought it up to a, a lot of people and they're like, what? You know, and... You got something stuck in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have chamomile. Chamomile is a calming and a relaxing healing herb as well. 
Um, people use it. You've heard of it. Many people have heard of it. You know, they'll have it for tea, for for like bedtime, help them get sleepy and relax. It is calming you down. It will help with it was such such things. If I can learn to talk one of these days. We've covered this. You're yeah, not I know, going but to. I was in the middle of doing the video this week, and I was like, um, 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 um. well, you know, stop talking with a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> I just need a whole new mouth and tongue because <laughs> this ain't working. <laughs> I've had this for the same all my life, and it ain't worked yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could go so a thousand miles with that, but I'm just going to say continue. Yeah, yeah, you should just shut up. Oh, <laughs> you're dead with your next misstep. <laughs> but I love you. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> Myrrh is another one. Love you too. <laughs> Myrrh is another one that will help you, as well as sweet orange can be uh, beneficial as well. Um, now, if you've gotten your paper and your pen ready, I'm going to give you some of these blends. And one is, in fact, I don't have names for them because uh, there isn't any. But uh, the blend is one drop of rose essential oil, three drops of orange essential oil, and one drop of vetiver essential oil. And then you want to mix it with your carriers or depending on how much you might want to double up those drops and depending on if you're putting it in a diffuser you might want to also depending on what you're doing with the diffuser that just get, lets you know but the idea there is one drop rose one rose essential oil one drop orange essential oil and one drop vetiver and a lot of people have not heard of vetiver, vetiver before i will tell you uh, spirit does remind me especially for mediums and uh, empaths. Vetiver is definitely a healing energy that will help. It, it, it helps separate the energies that you are picking up off of other people. So it's not just the negativity that you're getting. It's actually that sensitive energy that's crossing into that empath and medium. It's helping you to separate that energy and still find a healing combination as you're working through that. And this is why I went into that, because I have to go through vetiver often, being the uh, being the medium that I am. And there's days that I, I really have to mix it with the Ling Ling in order to help in, 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 in stuff for me personally. I will use vetiver and Ling Ling. And a lot of times for me personally, I mean, Hill Hippie will tell you on a regular daily basis, for me, my, my normal perfume is actually... What I have created, it's benzoin, it's amber, it's cinnamon, and it's orange oils. And I use them, and I just wear it behind my ear and on the, on my neck. But that's what I use as my perfume, but I use it specifically to help me work through all the negative energies that I get and keep me from being stressed out. And I wear that every day, even though I use it as a perfume, but I have an actual meaning behind what I'm using. Okay, now another one is, we did this before and I forgot it, bergamot? Bergamot. 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 Okay, so you want three drops of bergamot, you want one drop of Lang Lang, and one drop of jasmine. The, like I said, I'm just giving you a couple different ideas of blends, and then you can redirect them what fits you best. Then we have another bergamot. We have a Roman chamomile essential oil and oh i don't even know i missed this one hell happy i need you what is the word there uh which one the third one it's in blue pedigrain okay so the pedigrain you need one drop the roman candle I mean, Roman cam chamomile, God, Roman chamomile, you need two drops. Don't put Roman candles in <laughs> your oils. That's going to create something bad, y'all. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, we're, we're not after fireworks with people blowing up. <laughs> no. We don't want nobody, we don't want y'all to have to have anybody opening your ketchup bottles for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was two drops of the bergamot, two drops of the chamomile, and one drop of the 
whatever the other one was. Uh, Pettigreens. Okay. <laughs> and please don't blow anybody up with Roman candle. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Pretty please. Yeah, that, that one, that one, and, and I don't advertise that you do it either. Point blank. Sorry. What? First one. <laughs> I just realized as I said it. Okay, you got a fourth blend, which is orange essential oils, and it is three drops of that, two drops of patchouli. Patchouli? But I always pronounced it the other way. You're probably right. I've always heard it called patchouli. Or patchouli. Patchouli is actually how I've always heard it. Patchouli or patchouli? Patchouli. Patchouli. Yeah, you got to get the C in there. Patchouli, but chew. Yeah, you got to get that ch in there. (laughs) I associate associate it with uh, my favorite uh, guitarist from uh, Progressive Metal, John Petrucci. John uh, John Patchouli. It's Patrulli. That's how I remember it. I don't even know who that is. Dream Theater. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It was a, the, the I, don't expect you, I don't the expect you to know who they are. The name doesn't stick in my head. That's, I'm sorry. I'm you, you can appreciate here. the music without going in as geekly as I do. That's okay, darling. <laughs> That's what I just said. I know. That's why I said it's okay, and I moved right on. <laughs> okay. Thank uh, you now, for fighting my point. Th- but there was some of the... Uh, more or less your concoctions that I had. Let me jump down here to my last page because I put this at the end. Here's a few more that are directly for anger itself. Black peppercorn oil, Lang Lang, and Valorin, Valorin, V-A-L-E-R-I-A-N, Valorin. I thought that it said something else. I thought it was vetiver when I first looked at it. Top one. I'm sorry, we're double checking that. I Valerian. Valerian. <laughs> okay. Valerian. Valerian. I posted what I'm reading to you right now on Facebook on all of the different pages that I have, so you can go back and check that because Valer- I don't have yeah, the, Valerian. the amounts. Valerian, which I've never heard of. That's why I handed it to so you because it's I'm not what not I thought it was. I'm not going to be comfortable in any of those pronunciations. I'm going to go with Valerian. But I'm not 100% on it because I don't know the country of origin for that particular oil. So I, I, I can't go with anything 100%. I got you. I'm, like I said, I just pulled this off of like, I don't know. I didn't pull it off of Pinterest. I don't know where I pulled it off of. But when I was looking for one specifically to help with anger, it happened to be one of the ones I pulled up. Like I said, I'm going to go over the other two, but you can also find it on Facebook. And I will go back and I will post a whole bunch of different formulas as well, which I'll look up for you tomorrow. And I'll put it up there for you tomorrow. Then there is lavender, chamomile, and vetiver is a combination. Ginger and patchouli. Patchouli. Am I saying it wrong again? Patchouli. Patchouli. <laughs> okay. Um, Patchouli. So there's those three. I mean, like I said, I already posted it on Facebook, but you can go back and look at them again. And that would be the combinations that I have. But all together for oils that you may want to use that will help with anger, you have bergamot, you have citrus in general, you have uh, frankincense, grapefruit, jasmine, lemon, patchouli, um, chamomile, rose, sweet marjoram, orange, and vetiver for helping calm and release anger fast. You want to go after the bergamot, you want to go after patchouli, chamomile, the vetiver, or the sweet orange. Those would be the ones that would help you remove it fast. This is the ones I would talk about that you might want to keep in your purse or your pocket and then just put a little bit on your hand and then sniff it. That will help you get through, you know, and change your shifting shifting of your energy to mm-hmm. make that work a little bit better so you can get out of that energy. But calming in general would be um, you want to use – actually, here is another one. It is sweet orange bergamot and um, chamomile. I didn't realize that I had it in the middle of this combination that I had. Um, you want to turn it into a roll-on is what they were saying. For under the arms? No, for like on your wrists. You might want to, you could put it on your wrists 
like you would for perfume, or you could put it in your hands in general. But like for me personally, mm-hmm. I turn mine into perfumes. So I go after what I know works for me, then I mix it according to what I know are the different ones that will work for me into a smell that I do like. But like I said, make sure that it's something that you know works for you and is healthy for you. And make sure that you know the properties of what they do. Don't just start mixing shit. Because if you're mixing, it's like it's like drugs. If you're mixing an upper with a downer, it's not going to necessarily work for you, is what I'm trying to say. So if you were taking something that is going to build energy with something that's relaxing... You know, or... You're going nowhere. Yeah, you might be... You're moving in a, in a, in a direction of... You know, unless you're just making it because you like the smell, but you have no intention of it doing anything other than being perfume. And with that being said, let's take this moment to uh, remind our listeners that anytime you use a new oil, to take that oil and put a small... Not even a full drop onto your skin... And wait an hour to see if you're going to have any type of adverse reactions to that particular oil uh, applied to you topically. Because you never know when you're trying something new if you're going to have an autoimmune response like uh, Lady Stars and Fire does with uh, Ling Ling. Lemongrass. Uh, Lemongrass, I'm sorry. So before you start rubbing this all over your hands Mm. and your arms or your neck or on your forehead if you're going for – well, not a topic for a different show – Apply just a small bit of it to your skin to see if you're going to have any adverse reactions. Otherwise, you know, 99% of the time you might be okay, but that one time you might just might really regret not trying it out and making sure it was safe to use. Yeah, exactly. I mean, better safe than sorry. You you don't want to go and take a hot bath and think you're going to be taking a nice relaxing salt bath with some oils that you've concocted up in there and you're like, I'm going to be good with this and it's going to be great and then it's hot and you're naked and you're running around the house. Can't get your own skin off of your body because you can't get wet to clean it off because it's from the oil. It ain't coming off. So learn from my mistake. <laughs> Long story short, because it, it, it wasn't fun, and I was red for like three hours. <laughs> it was it was pretty pathetic. But okay, so another one that you may want to understand is you may take black pepper, clove, and ginger. They are also good with anger, but they also bring heat. So when you add them onto the body, they bring heat. In general, so it's also good in different areas, such as like with the muscles, or if you're sore, it can help. It's the same with peppermint. Peppermint will bring heat too. So, and peppermint actually is not one that I've spoken of that uh, is helpful for for you in any of these ways. But let me go over a little bit more in depth. The Lavender is also good for anxiety, not just for uh, calming you. It's good for anxiety. It's good for headaches and inflammation. Inflammation in my pronoun. Inflammation. I knew I never said that right. And for muscle aches. Um, the Ling Ling is good. It, like I said, it can help you to untrigger what has been triggered. It's a tension shocker. It is also good for uh, headaches, migraines, and to calm and clear the mind. The chamomile can also help in general with digestive system, but it is for calming effects of the nervous system, insomnia, rest, restful sleep and healing, and where am I? And uh, the cellular level of your body, it will help, you know, help. With, with that as well as, what was I just saying? The sense of your memory. It will help with that. Myrrh is helpful for breathing, h- helping, relaxing your body and bringing your mental clarity in. Myrrh reduces headaches as well as migraines. So, I mean, even though these are mainly all being told to you for anger, you will hear anytime we do aromatherapy and stuff, these things are going to repeat themselves. But it's important for you to know which ones go with which ones and what will help what. Because you may like a combination, you may mix it, but like I said, you want to make sure that you're mixing stuff that is actually beneficial for what you wish to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then we have the orange, which is an uplifter. It will help stimulate the mood into a more positive way. And you want to understand when you are using rose, jasmine, chamomile, lavender, and lavender. They're also um, there to help you slow down and stay calm. It's it's like like I said, it's like sleepy time tea. It's helped it helps you slow yourself down. It may also help put you to sleep. Then you have one last one. Where was it? <laughs> uh, it's not what I thought. Where did I put it? I must have erased it. Was it, was it, was it? I'm just talking so I can... No, I was wrong. I overlooked it when I looked at it. The rose, the jasmine, the chamomile, the lavender, they are calming. They are relaxing. They will help put you to sleep, but they also bring a slight seductive energy to them, which will help you. That's how it helps you slow down, because it shifts the mood. Because it seduces your ass into sleep. <laughs> Come here, baby. I get what you need. Yeah. Come on. Come on, mama. Come on, Papa. I know what you need. I'm come sorry. Come just come, just in my, come just, out of his just mouth. Just come in my arms. I, I know exactly what you would sleep. Now I'm going to go play video games. <laughs> that sounds more right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. That definitely sounds more right for what I know of you. <laughs> okay. But you have the peppermint, which is anxiety and stress. But And benzoin also blocks the negative energy. It helps bring out purification um, when you're using it. And you may also want to use that as not just an oil, but you may want to use that as the resin and be burning it like incenses, like an incense. So you can use it on either way because I use it as the oil. I have it, but I don't really ever burn it as a resin, but I do have it as a backup in case I need it for purification. Mm. Um, other clearing energies is, like I said, frankincense, black spruce, lavender, um, lemon, ver verbenia. You also have Virginia cedar. Juniper, which will help bring in, especially if you're burning it with the white sage, it will help cleanse, but it will bring in a positive energy right behind it, and yarrow. These are extra energies for clearing that negative energy that you might want to use. Now, lastly, before I hand it over to Hill Hippie, we do have, um, hold on, I'm trying to... Uh, you you might want to I'm going into some of like the incense that you might want to use for these same kind of ideas whether you're using loose incense whether you've actually bought incense or you're like me and maybe use resins and you have the charcoal and need it to burn with like for me I use copal um burn cedar it is also helping you for decluttering and energy um you have rosemary, which is a memory, but it also brings in new beginnings and it embarks a new path is what spirit is telling me at the, at the moment. They're uh, informing me that it will embark on a new path, bringing new creativity and helping you to move forward in a more positive, calming way is what the rosemary will help do if you are burning it. Mugmort, mugwort will help you to relax your mind and then go into uh, happy dreams, more, more or less. It will enhance the dreams, but it can also enhance lucid dreams. So you might want to keep that under your pillow as well, because it's been said for a long time that, but mugwort will also help you get on that side of things. Burning juniper also helps bring in the positivity and comfort into the home as you are cleansing and purifying that negative energy. And burning resins typically speak to you of purification, such as, like I was saying, with the benzoin and with the copal. Um, you also have the Palo Santo, which is also good for a purification. And I've never heard of it before. Not that it's not any good, but I've never heard of it. But when I was going through my stuff, they were talking about an incense called a Tiberian Monastery Incense for clarity. It's, it's supposed to be good for clarity, and it can be good for a 
meditation as well as just clearing and calming the mind, but I've never heard of it. Me either. And then there's the sandalwood, which is also good for cleansing, um, but it also brings grounding energy as well. Nice. You have the frankincense, which is good for protection, purification, spiritual awareness, and the copal, which is spiritual cleansing, connection with the spiritual realm in general, myrrh, which is for uh, clearing, spiritual connection, and healing, Pine, which is protection, healing, and nurturing. The benzoin, again, which is purification and blessings with prosperity. Amber is healing, protection, and um, I'm not going to go any deeper on that one. Dragon's blood is protection and clears the negative energies. And that is pretty much all I have. So are you ready? I'm going somewhere different than what you're thinking for real quick. Okay. I'm going to reference a episode of uh, Shock Monkey uh, Radio where, and I'm not going to give you the name of the episode because I don't remember it off the top of my head, where I did an episode of Hill Hippie's Garden where I talked about Shinran Yoku, the uh, Japanese art that of, on a lot of them. Well, where the one I actually went into it full depth on, uh, which is the Japanese art of forest bathing. In that, I discussed the various health benefits from the increase in the hunter killer cells in your body to fight against uh, tumors and other infections, how it reduces stress, reduces uh, anxiety and all the things that we were speaking about on this episode. Mm. And in the, the Shinran Yoku, you're going into the forest and engaging in all five senses in the study conducted by uh, Dr. Quing Lee. He talks about some of the research where he takes people into hotel rooms and introduces just essential oils, which acts as the the phyton sides that you get into your body through the olfactory sense. And 50% of the benefits that he was getting from his studies from taking people out into the forest were coming in through just the olfactory response in these essential oils. So there is a lot of benefit can be, that can be gotten from using these oils the way Lady Stars and Fire has suggested. If you are looking for scientific backing to prove this, look up the works of Dr. Queen Lee. I highly suggest it. It's very fascinating stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, and, yeah, did I speak of cit- uh, not citrus cypress? Yes, you mentioned cypress. Yeah, because I, uh, I know that's one that you've brought back from when, what you're talking about right? Uh, several times. Yeah, on his, uh, in his research that I found the most beneficial was the Japanese cypress. And cypress is used, as you've mentioned, for calming relaxation and getting rid of those negative thoughts out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Now, going on to solar ham. Solar ham, where's solar ham? There's solar ham. All right. Uh, I'm not going to read the entire uh, forecast from uh, Noah. Solar activity is low. <laughs> We're in solar minimum. Solar ham is boring right now. Uh, on the second, there was a geomagnetic enhancement. That included a brief period of minor G1 storming, if not even quite G1 storming, that was enough to generate some really vivid auroras up in the upper latitudes. Uh, if you go to Solarham, they've got a couple of pictures that have been submitted by other people who visit the site, and they are really neat, really intense, some really neat purples, whites, and just nice greens and swirling patterns. So if you're interested in the northern lights in any way, shape, or form, uh, go out and uh, go up to Solarham, check out the photos because they got some pretty neat ones from this minor G1 storm that came through. On to you. That's pretty cool. But I wanted to say too because uh, he's always telling you what Solarham has to say. But I've also people who I'm not saying that I'm more sensitive. I just I don't think that necessarily any of us are more sensitive than the other. I think we might be sensitive differently. You know, we might we might pick up things in different ways, because I know in different things that we've said before, Hill Hippie has said that he thought that I was more sensitive than him. 
in certain areas, I guess. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I noticed I've talked to a lot of mediums, and on the when you get to like a G three. Mm-hmm. For your storms. A lot of them, it may not actually be saying that it's anything important yet, but a lot of the sensitives are starting to be able to feel it and notice the shifting. So some and people... G3s, at a G3 level, the electronics are picking it up. Okay, maybe it was two. Because I, I know I, I know that I've had a lot of people say something to me about it before. No. And they know, they've picked up on it before necessarily and the energy is coming out. Are these people in, in at this latitude or are they at higher latitudes? I don't know. Or lower latitudes? I because don't know. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's going to vary depending on, you know, the, the more towards the poles you get, the weaker the... The uh, magnetosphere is going to be, and the less protection you're going to get, some more of those solar particle uh, particles that are actually going to penetrate. So that also is going to come into play. Well, and that's why I'm asking because I don't completely understand this. This is why I brought it up because I noticed. I, I mean, I've had different people be like, "Bring it to me." And they're like, "Is something else, you know, going on? Is there like some solar flares?" Blah 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 blah. You know, and asking me because I do the show and I've been all, I've always been public about everything. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, sometimes I'll look it up and I'm like, "Yeah, we're at this," and then sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, no." I don't. I don't know, but I mean, and I've had, I've noticed over time with di- different people I'm talking to that I didn't know if it was sensitivity in general, being extra sensitive, maybe to okay, like part of why I do astrology is because spirit directed me to it because I am such a mood swingy bitch, basically, okay. and. As I started realizing, I'm picking up the energies of the shifting and what's going on, and I relate really well with it. And with me understanding that astrology, I'm less of a bitch because now I comprehend what's going on, and I'm like, okay. So now I understand the direction of why I'm so emotional, you know, and I could redirect it in a healthy way, but I couldn't do that before, and I was wondering if it had anything to do with the other. Yeah, so uh, in the future, you know, it's uh, when somebody asks you, oh, "Is it a solar flare?" Ask where they're uh, where they're at. If it's somebody you know that you're meeting in person, well, you know where they're at. Right. But if they're somebody who's up in Canada, they're going to feel something more on a, a G one than somebody who's going to say down in Florida. Right. Okay. Which ain't going to feel shit. I get you. I was just curious because it's been asked of me before in different conversations I've had, and I don't really know how to respond. So I was curious. Okay. With- so unless we're talking about neutrinos that pass through the magnetosphere and the core and the earth, and but they're a whole different ballgame. Right. So, yeah, and even, I don't, don't quote me on this, but I don't think neutrino levels increase during flares. Okay. Like I said, I was just curious because I know, like I said, with astrology and stuff, when with like when a planet is in the cusp and going from one sign to the other, I pretty much know it. My stomach, I mean, I, I will feel that energy shift typically. Now, <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> in a way, it comes on just like that. Glad but, I can help. <laughs> But I, I want I was curious because, like I said, some people are like me and are sensitive to what's going on with the planet shifting and whatnot. And I was curious what your take on it was for for the for the you know solar flares and all of that crap. But anyway, with that being said, let's get into this week's astrology. This is for February 5th through the 12th. But if you have been following me at all over the last two years, you are entering the the energy that I've been talking about for the next, I mean, for the last two years. It's what I've been talking about. I've been waiting for this energy to finally arrive. And it's finally coming in. You have, before I jump into actually this week's astrology, I want to remind everybody, from February 18th, Chiron is going to move out of Pisces, that universal 12th house. It will be in Aries at that point with Uranus and with Eris, and Aries is ruled by Mars. So it's more or less going to be an inferno of energy. Basically, for three weeks until Uranus moves out. And it's going to move out the same day 
as the new moon on March 6th. You'll have three weeks of that last building energy and heat. Like I said, it's going to be fire-burning inferno, more or less, over those three weeks. And that is when the new direction truly is going to be shifted. At that point, it will be shifted when Chiron moves moves into Aries on the 18th, which is coming right around the corner. But you are going to have three weeks of these three molding together and really cleaning house. Inside and outside. I mean, in your inner community as well as from the inside and and just cleaning all of your own bullshit out. And you will be at a point probably like at the end of March or April and you're going to look back and be like, wow, I'm in a completely different place than I was like in January. And I'm that would be normal because this more or less what this energy is coming in. You can check my Facebook page. I posted a whole lot of information about that. I'm not going to go any more deeper than that right now because I don't have time on the show. For the rest of this week, though, like like I said again, this is from the 5th to the 12th. You have on the 9th, Jera is moving into Gemini. Now, Jera is what is considered Jupiter's wife. Jera is, the best way I can put it for most people, people want to think of Venus as love. Jera? Jera. Spell that. J-E-R-A? Jera? I've always heard that pronounced Yera. All right, well, then I have to be corrected because I did not know. I've always said it as Jera for like a year and a half. You're the only person who's ever corrected me. But hey, it happens. So Yera... Yura. Yura. All right, now I have to go back and look it up. But you're probably right because you usually are when it comes to pronunciation. <laughs> okay, anyway, so Yura. <laughs> yeah, because there's also a, one of the Norse runes is Yura. It's the rune of harvest, the one that looks like an, an L and a 7 that come together to form almost like a cyclone shape. It's just the way I'm pronouncing Rotated it. Rotated on a 45, yeah. It's And I've always heard it called Yira. Yeah, I've always called it... You know you know how dumb sometimes I can be? I don't think you're dumb. No, but I'm saying that went right over my head, and I read runes. <laughs> wow, okay. And you, and the, and when it comes to the rune, you know it as Yira, huh? No, I've been calling it Jira, too. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so I've been calling it that all the time, but I never even put those two together, and duh... Uh, wow, okay, anyway. <laughs> like I said, sometimes, woo, right over my head. Anyway, so, Yura, <laughs> on the ninth is moving into Gemini. But the best way of explaining it when we look into astrology is to go back to Venus for a second. Everybody looks at Venus automatically as, you know, the charming one, the loving one. That's where love is, and it's not true. Venus can be charming, yes. She speaks to you of sensitivity, yes. She speaks to you of the things that you wish to have in your life that you enjoy, what makes you feel good and why it makes you feel good. But she also speaks to you of, you know, what hurt you, what betrayed you, what, you know, you have fear in. And she speaks to you in those sensitivities of your emotional body and your emotional, I mean, your emotional body and your spiritual body. She is in your physical body. She, if, if you injure yourself and it hurts, that's Venus talking to you. That's the sensitivity that Venus brings. <clears throat> but she does not have any kind of commitment or sacrifice within this energy. This would be Yura. Yura is sacrifice and commitment. So she would be considered Jupiter's wife is the way we view this. Now she's moving into Gemini. Gemini, I like to call Jekyll and Hyde. And I don't mean it in the way of being a two-faced person. I mean it in the way of everything has two sides. There is a positive, there is a negative. You know, there is two sides of everything. Now, Gemini is the Jekyll and the Hyde, the two different sides of everything. And when you come to dealing with Gemini, you're not exactly sure which side you're going to be getting and dealing with. 
in that universal third house, you have Yero, which is talking to you of the sacrifice and commitment. But are you making them from the right point of view? Are you making it from Jekyll or from Hyde, basically, is what I'm trying to get to you. This is the energy that is moving in on the 9th. Now, the very next day, on the 10th, you have Pallas moving into Scorpio. Pallas is Athena, the warrior goddess. She is all about strategic thinking. In Scorpio, she speaks to you of the feminine mystery of life. She is birth, death, rebirth. In a form, she is resurrection. And this is also speaking of relationships and what they're responsible for. Because that's part of what the eighth house is all about. And Scorpio is all about, you know, sensitivity, mystery, um, magic in general of what is above our level of understanding. It's also the reproductive system. So we're getting into strategic thinking in the whole idea of what is important to you within your relationships. What makes that relationship tick properly? How are you going to resurrect that relationship? And you may also be talking about the relationship you're having with yourself, not just with others. But remember, any and everything that you do care about, you have a relationship with. Whether it's money, whether it's your car, whether it's your children, your parents, your spouse, your roommates, your your jobs, um, anything that you have a relationship with, you care about. When you have no money, you know about that relationship with no money. Okay, so this helps us to understand what we're talking about. On February 10th, Palace is moving in and helping us to redirect a proper healthy resurrection with strategic thinking. So this helps us move everything into this new direction. Everything that's going to be happening over the next three weeks is moving you to that new moon on March 6th. Because the new moon is all about that final release, the final let go, and the final starting to move forward for your new chapter of your new life, more or less. So all of these energies are the last bit of what still has to come up and come out all oh, the last skeletons that are still left in the closet in a, in a form. So you've got the moon going through Pisces on the 6th and the 7th. The problem with that is <clears throat> when the moon is in Pisces, Pisces wants to believe that everybody's a little bit better than they really are. They, they want to believe the good in people. When deep down, you probably know damn well you shouldn't, and there's a reason you shouldn't. Pisces tends to get stepped on and walked on, and the reason for that is is because they want to believe things are good. But you should have learned the lesson. You know who you can trust, and you know who you can't. And this is the time when you need to be aware of that. And Pisces is also a bad time to be partying, because... You're just going to be washing away and hiding more stuff in the, in the closet, adding to your skeletons, more or less. And they're not going to actually go away. It's just going to grow deeper and bolder because you're avoiding it. It's like I said, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. So it's magic can be twisted in this area. So you want to make sure that you're... you're Pisces energy with the moon is the person who's going to bring home not a stray dog, but like the stray person, you know, they're going to bring home the person who's homeless and there's nothing wrong with helping someone out, but you need to know that you're being aware of what you're doing. Then we're moving into Aries. The moon is on the eighth and then eighth through the 10th. So we go from that energy to a bold me first starting point. And it's a fire energy where you have Uranus, you have Iris there speaking about your independence your individuality, your uniqueness and freedom. So you're going to go from being maybe a little easily influenced to all about yourself and a little bit more boldly, fiery, fiery energy of let me try something new. However, in Aries, we tend to get a little bit lazy about it if it doesn't work out quick and we kind of give it up. So the idea is if it's something that really is important to you, stick with it. Don't just give it up. Taurus, as we come into the 10th through the 12th, when we come back for the next show, we get a little bit more 
wanting luxury. We want to enjoy life. We want. We don't want to make changes anymore. The problem is, is Taurus is ruled by the bull. Uh, it is so are you being bullheaded for the right reasons or for the wrong and this is the important part here because the bull can help you in many ways but it all depends on if you're being bullheaded for the right reasons or the wrong now you still have a t-square i was speaking to you about last week and on the 10th it will hit its maximum energy but it will be there until the third and this is uranus with Aries. this is independence universe independence, individuality, uniqueness, and freedom, working for your freedom and helping you to recreate yourself in a new inventive way in the universal first house of Aries. So it's telling you, don't give up on yourself, don't get lazy, and stick with what you're trying to do. The problem is, Aries is trouble, toil, and strife. So it is fighting, making you move forward because it's talking to Pluto and Saturn about the rules, the walls, and the boundaries, and the letting go, and the starting new for that new resurrection of what you know you need to be doing, and what are you being lazy about and not coming through, and actually following through with, because the North Node is here also in Cancer, speaking to you of karma. It's speaking to you of your karmic roots and your karmic home. This is the time to make these changes and to move forward in a positive way. I'm sorry, you're just not seeing what I'm seeing. Hill Hippie has got... <laughs> Eric, put the picture on it. Put it on. God damn it. <laughs> I can't help it. You this, ruined my best comedy. This is what I'm looking at. <laughs> this is supposed to be my bye face, and they ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I'm standing here looking at this, and I can't be real. <laughs> You're not standing, number one. All right, you know what I mean. I'm sitting here staring at you. But anyway, this is all about, you know, moving forward and and not being lazy about it. Because this is a point where you could get lazy. <laughs> lazy about it really really easy yeah now you can get now comfortable. <laughs> you can get comfortable with where you are and not move forward but as long as you stick with what you truly want to change and move forward you should be just fine for the rest of the week with that being said i love you and let him help you say goodbye again <laughs> bye everybody May all your journeys be safe ones. Bye. Thanks for ruining my joke. I'm sorry. <laughs>